Our topic right now is why government mandates on electric cars will not work. And joining us to talk about it is Dr. Leonard Waverman, who's the who was the dean of the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University and also the Haskane School of Business at the University of Calgary. Also a former director of BNP and the C.D. Howe Institute. Dr. Waverman, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's great to be there. At least it sounds like the weather should be there in person. Wow, it's it's been pretty crazy. Hey, so reading your the article uh, in the Globe and Mail about uh, EVs, that kind of thing, what's your take? Where, where do you see all of this going? Well, I don't see it going the way the government wants it to because uh, a simple mandate saying we're going to end the sale of internal combustion engines and by 2035, starting a few years earlier, uh, it doesn't work because what they forget that electric vehicles don't need a new demand. What they are is a substitute uh, for the existing vehicles on the road, uh, which in Canada are 24.1 million internal combustion engine cars and light trucks on the road. And so they got to get people to switch. And that's much more difficult than having people with something like a cell phone where you never had anything like that before. I generally have the impression that if you want me to switch, you've got to kind of find a way to convince me or encourage me to do it. If you're just telling me to do it, I will. Uh, I probably won't. Uh, I'm guessing if you've talked to people out there, you're starting to sense the sort, sort, same sort of thing. Well, we, yeah, we have seen a, an up in our uh, people buying them, but. Uh, those are the early adapters. Those are the kind of people, like my son-in-law, who will buy anything you. Uh, and I, I have driven in this Tesla. It's a, it's a wonderful, innovative vehicle. Uh, but I still have my internal combustion engine. So I think people are mistaking the early adapters for what could happen uh, as, they, as we push this out. Because if we look at the data, which is it seems the adaption slowing down in North America. Electric vehicle manufacturers like Ford and GM are slowing down their production or putting it on hold for certainly any extensions to capacity. And so they're seeing this as well because uh, there are not, you know there are a number of, of big bottlenecks that uh, a simple government mandate does not affect. Uh, the, the major bottleneck is uh, you don't have to worry for your, your normal car that you have now. That, you know, how are you going to recharge it? You drive to one of the many gasoline stations. But we don't have a lot of chargers across Canada. Hey, what about the, the standard? There's no real standard port, right, for uh, at charging stations, is there? Well, uh, and I think there are two that are in, in competition with each other, one by Tesla, GM, and uh uh, and Ford and the other by the other Asian manufacturers, they'll sort out probably the Tesla standard. Uh, but it's, it's also the number. Uh, even driving in an urban environment like Toronto, you don't see a, you don't find a lot of them. Uh, and if you want to go from Toronto to Montreal, you got to really plan your trip. If I want to go from Toronto to uh, Edmonton, uh, I can't do it. And so where are those charges going to come? The government's got to put in a, a program, not just a mandate, but a program on helping put in charging stations across the country, working out what the standard is, or helping the private industry come up, agree on one, 
and not just uh, tell us, uh, we're, you know, we're not going to be able to buy them anymore. Because you know what's going to happen in 2033 and 2034? There's going to be a stampede of by the last <laughs> internal combustion engines. Their prices will go up. Yeah. The prices of existing car, used cars will go up. The average age of the car on the road now is 11 years. And that age is going to go up because there are a lot of people who will probably not ever want to trade in their car for electric vehicle until they become uh, simpler to deal with. Uh, and it's, there's a lot of teasing issues and a lot of things that have been swept under a proverbial rug. Yeah. Which is the, the first of is uh, the uh, there is in the price of gasoline a road tax that pays for the upkeep of roads. Right. When you switch to electric vehicles, who's paying for that road tax? Well, you would think electric vehicles should be paying for those as well. You shouldn't want to tax the person who doesn't have a car for the upkeep of the roads. In addition, uh, as has been pointed out to me, electric vehicles are much heavier than internal combustion vehicles because the weight of those huge batteries. And so there'll be more damage to the roads. And so, we, you know, we got to signal the people that just buying them today because you don't have to buy gasoline, you plug it in at home overnight, is not going to be the answer in the future when there are a lot of electric vehicles because two things are going to happen. First, there's got to be a road tax on them in some way. And second, we've got to recognize that they draw a lot of amps uh, if you, with a fast charger, it's very tough to have one at home because if you have a 60-amp house, you can't have one. Right. You, you know, so we're just going to have to uh, really rejig the electrical, whole electrical grid for, for the, because of uh, these vehicles. Hey, Dr. Waverman, you, you bring up some great points, but the one you touched on, see, I tend to think that people generally veer to lazy. And you said that you have to plan a trip. So for me to go from Edmonton to Jasper, the only thing that I ever plan on that trip is stopping at Tim Hortons for a coffee and a donut on the way there, not traveling around looking for another place to charge my car. And if I'm going to Banff, I, it's the donut mill in Red Deer, right? So so people, you're right. I just don't know if people have got the, the sense yet that they have to stop down on these trips. And I, I just, I, I think that that's going to be a real struggle. It sounds like you're not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. I, th- I think we, I think over time the batteries will uh, have um, you know the bigger capacity. Yeah. So if you had 800 or miles, be like uh, like having your your fuel tank full or even more. So that would work. So I, you know it's early days for that industry, and therefore to mandate starting, I think uh, in a few years that we got to be 20% of sales got to be electric vehicles. And then in 12 years from now, you can't buy internal combustion engine. It's ridiculous to me. It, it just, it, it, it's not reasonable when you look at all the parameters that we have to work with here. Hey, one final question here. So other than mandating, what should the federal government be doing to encourage me? I, I know that there are some there's some programs where maybe that there'll be a cash back incentive to go and buy one of these things. But is there anything else the federal government can do? It just seems like we're always racing to get this done so quickly that it's not even realistic. Well, they could announce a plan, a realistic plan, and just say, we're going to be putting, we're going to work with the industry, the car manufacturers, 
to make sure there are charging stations first in all the urban areas and then across the country. And here's the timeline. Uh, we're going to be working with them in terms of we got to uh, tell you how the the, the, gas, the gasoline tax is going to come on electric vehicles. Uh, we're going to uh, look at terms of what ha- what we're doing with the subsidy to buy electric vehicles. I think that, that you know the subsidy I think will have to be phased out as the price of these with, with more scale. I think the price will fall. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that will never happen, but saying it's going to be 12 years from now is not is far fetched. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate you uh, talking with us. Oh, pleasure. All right, there you go, Dr. Leonard Waverman, talking about government mandates for electric cars and how it's probably not going to work.